Welcome to the UK Investor Magazine podcast, the latest on shares, markets and investments, now available on your Amazon Alexa. Hello and welcome to the UK Investor Magazine podcast, now also available on the UK Investor Magazine mobile app. For today's podcast, we're going to be discussing the growing Ukrainian tech sector. And to do that, we're kindly joined by Anna Motrup, who is the deputy CEO and CFO of tech company Parimatch. Anna, thank you much for being on the podcast today. Uh, thank you, Jonathan. And hello, everybody. Hello, listeners. I hope you have a wonderful day today. Thank you. Thank you very much, uh, Anna. So on the podcast before, we have we have discussed the Ukrainian tech sector uh, with uh, with a couple of guests because it is something that's particularly interesting in terms of the growth uh, that we're seeing and, and it's a very fast-moving industry. And we're going to be talking a little bit about how that is developing in the podcast. But before we do that, Anna, would you be able to give our listeners a background to yourself as well as Parimatch, please? Oh, sure. Thank you for the question. So my name is Anna. Um, I joined the company in 2013 after my work in PwC Ukraine. Uh, our company at that time was just a small startup. We stayed uh, in a small apartment. The startup was uh, organized uh, by a group of young people with Katerina and Sergey leading it. And we were growing together into a huge international holding now. Uh, the brand, very much, uh, probably you've heard about it. Originally, uh, it was established long ago in 1994 in Ukraine. It was retail sports betting company. Uh, me personally, I didn't uh, face uh, the brand uh, how it was at that time. I didn't see it. Uh, I knew and uh, grow with the online brand only, which was online uh, sports betting. And uh, as for now, uh, much Tech is an international holding. It has 3,000 employees. It has head office in Cyprus. Uh, it's a huge product company. We have developed our own betting software. And our platform now supports around uh, 3 million users all over the world and uh, has a lot of uh, R&D centers. The biggest one is in Ukraine, but also we have uh, smaller in Cyprus, Luxembourg, Kazakhstan, uh, Belarus, quite a few of them. And uh, the other uh, strong side of our holding has always been marketing. Our brand is uh, well known in CS region and probably already in UK because uh, we've made a few great partnerships like Chelsea, Leicester City, Everton, Aston Villa. Probably you've already faced somewhere uh, our collaboration with them. Fantastic. So as you outlined there, Anna, your company grew from a small startup now to operating in multiple locations around Europe. Uh, you mentioned there you've got about 3 million users. So what was interesting to me is, is how your story fits into the growth of the overall Ukrainian tech sector and how that's grown over the past decade or so. Would you be able to give us a bit more background into what's driving the tech sector in Ukraine? And what are the key factors that are pushing forward its growth? 
Yeah. Uh, so yeah, as you mentioned, the growth was quite natural. Uh, the growth of the country together with the growth of uh, our company and uh, the interest it's di it's difficult to say uh, the exact uh, driving growth factors but from my subjective point of view the first thing is of course that ukraine is a really big country it has like 40 more than 40 million people that means that we have uh, a lot of uh, talents and potential uh, workers, uh, potential developers uh, that can join your company. So this is probably the first thing that comes to my mind. The other is uh, uh, that we have a strong mathematics and physics uh, school. Uh, this is my personal area of interest. I love mathematics. That's why I went to finance. But I personally was considering between finance and uh, um, engineering uh, uh, IT development. I was selecting what, what direction to choose. I think quite the same um, choice had a lot of people that time. So based on the mathematics uh, background, it was easy to develop uh, uh, this type of profession. And then third next uh, step that lead to a huge development it relates to outsourcing. Uh, some companies noticed uh, that it's really effective, it's really efficient uh, to organize outsource in Ukraine in terms of uh, IT engineering. And from that uh, moment, the profession of uh, developer, it, uh, price, the price of it uh, became bigger. And everybody, all the youngsters, all the young people, uh, paid their attention and they wanted to join uh, this sphere. Uh, the engineer became prestigious and respected and all the HRs were trying to make the best workplace for them. Like everybody uh, turned uh, uh, their eyes on uh, this uh, sphere. And after it, all the bright minds wanted to join that sphere. And this is going on and going on more and more and developing faster and faster and uh, probably you hear that the growing of the industry in ukraine is uh, uh, five times more than in the world it's like 25 percent and global average is like five or something okay that's that's very interesting so you, you mentioned there that it, it was very much uh, the abundance of talent within the, the development side of things uh, in, in tech. I mean, how did that then move on to being a industry which was driven by potentially uh, entrepreneurs that were looking for overseas investment? I mean, what was that like at the beginning in terms of overseas investment into the sector? And how has that developed over uh, the, the last 10 years, for example? And what sort of businesses are people looking for when they're investing into Ukraine? So first thing is outsourcing. Outsourcing allows to make initial research. And uh, when you make outsource, you do initial research on how to cooperate uh, with the country, how to cooperate with the uh, rules and to see how it's going on. After the successful cases that we had uh, during last, like long ago, 10 years ago of outsourcing, um, investment climate improved 
uh, and uh, people realized that that's a really interesting sphere uh, to input some funds and to develop uh, something in the long term. Uh, in last six years, the Ukrainian startups uh, raised around two billion investments. I won't say that it's a, a lot. I don't think that it's big amount. I think it it will be growing faster and much uh, more aggressively. Um, this is because we don't have a lot of venture funds. It's like one, two or three. Uh, and this is a very limited amount for such a big uh, country, such big possibilities. And I think uh, people are starting to discuss organization of venture funds. And I think this will be a huge push uh, for their further development. Um, generally, um, I see the big potential here, but the limitation I should say about is also uh, the stress and the, uh, the time limit for the long-term investments. Uh, people are not ready for the long-time money, uh, like to put and to wait uh, for a long period of time uh to rely on the country and to the region risk there is i think the biggest uh, limitation and if we can uh, think how to move on with this uh, it will be and the one limitation is long time money people in ukraine and uh overseas uh, sometimes they're not ready for the long time money but the biggest value lies there the biggest uh, profits and opportunities they are exactly in the long time money and investment yes indeed i think that's always a a, uh, a hot topic in terms of the time horizon for early stage investments of course people want to turn their money around as quickly as possible but sometimes yeah. uh, the growth trajectory of businesses does take a little bit longer than maybe investors would like and that and that's probably not something that's happening in ukraine that's probably happening on a on a global basis uh, as well. But Anna, let's now talk about Parimatch specifically. You mentioned there at the beginning that you, you have involvement uh, and do business with uh, football clubs here in the UK. I think you mentioned Everton and, and Aston Villa. You're very heavily in the, in the gaming and, and betting uh, side of things. Would you actually give us a bit more detail about how you, you fit in um, to the ecosystem of, of gaming and what your tech structure looks like for the gaming industry and, and what the relationships look like with the, the football clubs that you mentioned here in the uh, in the UK. Yeah, um, so we are, uh, as a holding, we were developing and changing through the time. Uh, now um, it's a, we are trying to develop B2B uh, business heavily. I cannot say that we are a great B2B company as for now. It's uh, something like a, a B2B-C, probably. Uh, but yep. we are trying to improve and be ready to provide our product or parts of our product to other clients, even potentially uh, not related to the brand. As for now, we have our own uh, B2C licensed companies in the structure but uh, also we have a lot of partners that are obtaining our franchise brand and software and they are developing uh, 
in different countries our brand and uh, so uh, from our side we are also trying to be uh, to be um, uh, ready to see the new opportunities and we cooperate uh, sometimes with uh, our partners that provide to us their software uh, just to, to uh, decrease time to market or uh, uh, to when we see uh, more efficient cooperation. So we are also ready for this type of business. Okay, fantastic. So you, we obviously spoke about the, you know, the, 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 the tech industry in, in Ukraine and, you know, obviously Paramount has been around for some time. And what, what's the, the, the drive towards gaming uh, and, and entertainment? You've made some acquisitions, I believe, um, recently. I mean, you have a substantial tech structure there. I mean, do you see going forward that you continue with the gaming side of things or, or does your um, ecosystem and tech structure allow you to maybe look at other industries going forward? At the certain level of development, uh, each company, I think, wants to uh, merge somebody <laughs> and uh, to be ready to uh, increase the sphere of interest. Our recent acquisitions of uh, marketing agency and the poker company, uh, they are quite exciting for us because they increase our ecosystem. And it's very convenient if you are ready to increase ecosystem if you can uh, include your partners in your in your business it's more of course it's, it gives you more opportunities it's more efficient it's uh, really uh, has a potential of uh, bigger uh, opportunities um, this is the, the latest ones among them we are all the time interested in developing entertainment, uh, which is online entertainment uh, direction. Uh, we are researching and we are quite strong in uh, eSports. Uh, we have uh, great cooperations and great sponsorships uh, with the great teams there. And uh, our brand pretty much uh, is known as eSports, uh, uh, well-known brand as well. So the other direction are uh, fantasy sports and uh, gaming activities. So uh, we see a lot of opportunities in cooperation between uh, historically uh, sports betting and its new development into something bigger. When you see uh, how internet world is developing, um, different types of products are connected to each other and the new products are born each day and this is a really uh, blue ocean for uh for for entertainment sector lovely lovely so i just want to you know get a bit of an idea here um anna to, to wrap things up in terms of where where the growth is is going um for, for yourselves and also the ukrainian tech sector because you know as you mentioned you know yourselves as a, as a company uh, you know, when you were relatively early stage, it was a small operation, but you yourself have expanded to operate in multiple different European countries. Of course, you know, for people here in the UK and um, trying to put some context into what you do, you, you said at the beginning that you've 
and signed a, uh, a deal with a number of Premier League uh, football clubs. I mean, where, where does growth go for Parry Match going forward? And, and where do you see that um, fitting into the, to the overall Ukrainian tech sector um, growth? I mean, do you see the, the wider tech sector growing in a similar way to, to you as a company in terms of going overseas? Or do you see it becoming, you know, a... Uh, a domestic market which sees its its strength at home, uh, or, or is it now a case that we're looking overseas for the Ukrainian tech sector and the companies operating in it? Um, in terms of uh, Ukraine uh, tech market, I believe that uh, it will be uh, it it has a real realistic potential to become one of the best in the world. The government uh, recently adopted the law called DSCT, which gives a really favorable investment climate in order to invest into uh, IT sector in Ukraine. And uh, IT sector is developing so heavily and all the education uh, uh, background is now rebuilding in order to provide necessary education to the people who want to join the sector. So Ukraine uh, tech sector will be very interesting and has uh, huge potential. And I believe uh, uh, government uh, is doing also uh, a good job to support it. And in terms of party match, uh, of course, this this is a great boost and a great opportunity uh, to develop together with um, Ukraine to develop our uh, research and development uh, centers there, but uh, the other side of uh, holding development uh, that I see is uh, uh, the world development. Uh, we uh, found out recently that it's a, a great thing to exchange the experience with uh, the people from other parts of the world. We can have the best specialists in Ukraine but uh, it's really necessary uh, to have the cooperation with the specialist in Asia, with the specialist in America. And that uh, when you get the, this uh, experience of uh, exchanging of the views, you can grow bigger and you can uh, spread over the world much uh, more easy. Fantastic. That that's very interesting. So Anna, thank you very much for for joining us. So Anna, just before we we wrap things up, would you be able to give listeners a a, a site that they can visit for if they want to find out some more information about Parimatch? Where's the best place to find more details about your yourselves as a company? Um, the 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 easiest site uh, it's uh, our corporate site parimatch.tech. Uh, that's not uh, a site for uh, clients. You cannot uh, bet uh, there because uh, the betting sites are very specific and have their own regulations in each and certain com- country. So Parimaj.tech is our corporate site that has a description of the company and you can see uh, nice videos and photos of uh, our management team. Fantastic, fantastic. What we'll actually do, Anna, we'll include a link to that site in the notes of this podcast. So, listeners, if you do want to find out some more details about uh, Parimatch and that their operations, do check out the links in the notes to this podcast. So, Anna, thank you very much for being on the podcast today. Uh, thank you, Jonathan. It was lovely.
Thank you. We hope you enjoyed listening to the UK Investor Magazine podcast. Please do share the podcast and we really value any reviews and comments you leave us in your chosen podcast player. The views presented by the hosts and guests of the UK Investor Magazine podcast are in no way investment advice. And please remember, all investment involves risk.